Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're talking about alien bases off Alaska. That's correct, alien bases off Alaska. Now, there's been some speculation that possibly some of the UFOs that have been spotted uh, in and around Alaska lately are emanating off of this alien underwater base. Some really strange stuff. This first article comes to us from irishstar.com. It says alien bases may be hidden underwater off coast of major U.S. state. And then the subtitle says it comes after retired U.S. Army colonel demanded the release of secret UFO projects before the decade's end. And this is written by Fanola Boyle, dated November 26, 2023. It says alien bases may be hidden underwater off the coast of a major U.S. state based on eyewitness reports a UFO network claims. The alien sites are believed to be concealed near Alaska, according to the Mutual UFO Network. The organization reported UFO sightings and has made allegations based on old eyewitness reports from crew members of a ship in 1945. The group is made up of civilian volunteers and members along with researchers and enthusiasts who believe that the deep water is housing the sites. The alleged sightings of an alien craft from almost 80 years ago were never made public at the time, but strange happenings in the area led the network's members to believe that UFOs move over water and likely have bases underwater. The crew members on the U.S. Army transporter ship saw a UFO between 150 and 200 feet emerge from the water while sailing past the island of Attic, according to the researchers. It is claimed that the UFO was unchanged by the wind or sail while it turned its position and then circled the ship several times before taking off. According to HITC, though, the reports of the sightings have not been found and investigators have had to work without them. The UFOs would be used to transport extraterrestrial life to other alien sites hiding in the waters, researchers say, including Johnny Enoch, who claims sightings of UFOs rising from the water are due to an underwater network. He said some have said the UFOs are using wormholes as a superhighway to connect their places in the universe. Other sites on Earth act as bases for alien life, including a mountain in Seoul, South Korea, which is allegedly hiding a UFO, according to, to Dr. Stephen Greer in an episode of the series The Alaska Triangle. Enoch displayed satellite images from underwater in an attempt to prove his belief in an underwater network. The images reportedly showed one of these alien bases in the Pacific Ocean off the coast of California, while another researcher from the program showed seabed markings that she said could have been alien roadways. It comes after retired U.S. Army colonel called for the release of the secret UFO projects. Carl E. Nell shocked attendees at an exclusive conference for ex-government officials this month at Stanford University by calling for broader transparency on covert or unidentified uh, anonymous phenomena programs on or before the end of the decade. Now, this is something that bothers me a little bit. You know, talking about this big shindig they had there at Stanford, a conference for ex-government officials. And I have to wonder if they aren't just creating another gate gateway for ex-government officials to become involved in these different UFO uh, organizations, almost like a, like a retirement job for them. It's what it, it seems like at some level. We don't really need conferences uh, 
just for ex-government officials. All you're doing is you're compartmentalizing the information. You're, you're, you are uh, turning these ex-employees of the government, quote, employees, government servants, government servants, you're turning them into UFO information gatekeepers. Now the article goes on, it says, famous whistleblower and U.S. Air Force veteran David Grush previously called on Americans to open ourselves to a future where truth, unity, technology, advancements, and a deeper understanding of our existence converge. Boy, it sounds like an awful lot of <laughs> awful lot of gobbledygook. I mean, what we need here is the truth. That's all we need. We don't need conversions. We don't need some new paradigm. We just need the government to stop lying to us. And when they give us papers, sometimes 60, 70 years old, talking about UFOs, we need for those documents to not be blacked out, okay? We're not worried about uh, opening ourselves up to a new future, uh, all this deeper understanding and nonsense. We just want the truth. We just want them to quit lying to us. Pretty simple, actually. But you know, the point is that this stuff has gotten so out of hand and it's such it's, it's so opaque that we're grasping for straws. And it does look like there's evidence that there is something going on there in Alaska. Now, this next article is from HITC.com, HITC.com, written by Chitra Krishnamurthy, I guess, dated uh, November 23rd, uh, 2023. Massive UFOs from underwater alien base traveled through wormhole, claims researcher. Members of the Mutual UFO Network have made claims about alleged alien bases found underwater off the coast of Alaska based on eyewitness reports from decades ago, which never saw the light of day. So here you go. We have this event happen. We have eyewitness reports, and then they're just buried somewhere. Ufologists and UFO enthusiasts have alleged facilities dedicated to extraterrestrials elsewhere in the world, including Dr. Stephen Greer's claim that a mountain in Seoul, South Korea, is hiding a massive UFO. Meanwhile, the researchers focused on the mysterious activities in Alaska have suggested that the deep waters could possibly be the hiding spot of aliens. It almost sounds like a fantasy, but researchers believe there was truth to the claims about it, the alien craft that was allegedly seen by the crew members of a ship in 1945. MUFON members who appeared on an episode of the series The Alaska Triangle strongly suggest that ETs have bases in the ocean thanks to reports of UFO movement over water by local residents. The UFO investigators say they have studied reports of UFO sightings from the 1940s which were never made public. Researchers allege crew members on a U.S. transporter ship sailing past Island Attic saw a massive UFO sized 150 to 250 feet emerge from the water. Although these reports are nowhere to be found, UFO enthusiasts believe the unidentified flying vehicles likely were used to commute to different supposed alien bases hiding in the deep waters. The UFO that emerged from the ocean was unaffected by the wind or the sail as it twirled in its position before circling the ship a couple of times and then taking off. As the secret reports of the sailors aren't available, investigators have taken it upon themselves to unravel the mystery surrounding the unidentified flying object, and they believe the ocean has alien bases that humans aren't aware of. 
the UFOs come in and out of the water because there is an underwater network that they access to enter from one point and exit from another. Some have said the UFOs are using wormholes as a superhighway to connect their places in the universe, says UFO researcher Johnny Enoch. Johnny proceeds to show the satellite image captured underwater, which he believes shows the extraterrestrial structures in the Pacific Ocean off the California coast. Another researcher showed unidentified markings at the bottom of the ocean, which, according to her, could have been roadways or underwater highways used by extraterrestrials. Well, we also have uh, that large object over there off the coast of Norway. never has been explained. These anomalies are all over the place. And they're great hiding places if, if, you, if they are UFO bases, because uh, who's going to find them down there? other than maybe the U.S. military and their submarine. It goes on and says, even though it is advisable not to believe every other report about UFOs or aliens on social media without questioning what they suggest, a few sightings are extremely convincing. Now, I want to go ahead and look at another article here talking about this possibility of UFO bases off the coast of Alaska. This is from latestufosightings.net. It says, submerged mysteries uncovered. UFO phenomena along Alaska's coastline. This is dated December 3rd, 2023. And it's talking about a, a new video. It's like from Quest coming out about this. It says, the icy waters of Alaska, known for their breathtaking beauty and unforgiving nature, hide secrets beyond the known. Among these are the enigmatic unidentified submerged objects, a phenomenon that has intrigued UFO enthusiasts and researchers alike. Alaska, with its vast secluded coastline, has become a focal point for UFO sightings, particularly those emerging from beneath the waves. Now, if you've ever been, been to Alaska, of course, it's beautiful, stark landscapes, and the coastline there is rugged and just amazing. It would be a perfect hiding place for a UFO, I think. The Alaska Triangle, it says, a hotspot for USO activity. The Alaska Triangle, a region covering a large part of the state from Juneau to Barrow to Anchorage, is notorious for mysterious disappearances and unexplained phenomena. It's here that the deep, often unexplored waters have become the subject of numerous USO sightings. Residents and visitors alike have reported seeing objects defying conventional understanding, rising from the depths of the ocean and disappearing into the skies. Eyewitness accounts, a glimpse into the unknown. One of the most compelling aspects of Alaskan USO sightings is the consistency and eyewitness accounts. Locals recount seeing luminous objects, sometimes thousands emerging from water near places like Smitty's Cove. These accounts often describe the USOs as showing advanced technology capable of both underwater travel and flight, challenging our understanding of existing vehicular activities. And then it's got some videos here of some uh, orbs spotted down in Mexico. Not sure what that has to do with Alaska. On down it says the Gulf of Alaska, part of this mysterious triangle, boasts some of the world's deepest waters, reaching depths of 26,000 feet. So think about that. Five miles? This vast, uncharted territory presents a perfect hiding spot for these enigmatic USOs. The possibility of an underwater alien base, as some theorists suggest, isn't far-fetched when considering the vast, unexplored expanses of our ocean. Recent advances in satellite technology have provided researchers like Debbie Ziegelmar, Director of Underwater Research at MUFON, with new tools to explore these phenomena. Intriguing satellite images off the Alaskan coast have revealed formations resembling underwater highways and structures, sparking further investigation into the possibility of an alien presence beneath the sea. 
The phenomena of USOs isn't just confined to the present day. Historical reports such as the 1945 sighting by the crew of U.S. Delaruff near the Aleutian Islands add credibility to the ongoing sightings. These accounts describe large, silent, and fast-moving objects emerging from the ocean, suggesting a long-standing presence of unknown entities in our waters. It goes on and says, The pursuit to understand USOs in Alaska is more than just a quest for extraterrestrial life. It's a journey into the unknown realms of our planet, with 70% of the Earth's surface covered by water and only a fraction explored. The potential for discovery is immense. Then it kind of goes on, it finishes up there, but this is a really fascinating concept here with MUFON coming out saying, well, we've got these images, it looks like something's going on down there, we have uh, the right place for these things to be at, and then we have all of these uh, historical accounts uh, along with some modern accounts talking about USOs being spotted uh, in and around the coast of Alaska there. Now, I want to take a look at something a little bit more recent that's come up, and this goes back to this past February with the uh, shoot down of the UFOs, one of which was shot down over Alaska. There's quite a long article on this from Business Insider that came out shortly after this happened. I don't want to get into all that, but I just want to talk a little bit about what was said about this UFO that was shot down uh, over northern Alaska there. It says, prior to shooting down the object on Friday, Kirby, that's uh, the defense guy, told reporters, the pilots of the F-22 jets that took it down circled it and determined it was unmanned and lacked the ability to maneuver mid-air and change its speed like previous balloons have been doing. He did not share additional details about the object. So here again, they're talking to us in gobbledygook. That they're saying that they determined it was unmanned and lack the ability to maneuver mid-air and change its speed like previous balloons have been seen doing. How many, how, many, how many balloons do you know of are able to maneuver in mid-air and change their speeds? That doesn't sound like a balloon. It sounds like some kind of an airship or a drone. So once again, the government's giving us gobbledygook, trying to confuse us, trying to obfuscate the facts. It goes on, it says, he did not share additional details about the object. No, because they want to lie to you. While official government sources are quiet on the subject, on the object, others are sharing reports from the pilots who tracked it. So well, while a lot of government officials are flat out lying to you or not telling you what's going on, a few facts seem to have possibly slipped out. It says, quote, some of the F-22 pilots who tracked the aircraft that was downed over Alaska yesterday, said that it, this is written at the time, of course, said that it interfered with their sensors, interfered with their sensors, and that they could see no propulsion systems on the aircraft, not knowing how it could possibly be staying in the air. So they're describing this thing as an aircraft, not a balloon, not a drone, according to the Public Military Intelligence Scanner Open Source Intelligence Monitor. So apparently they've been listening to these guys as they uh, talk back and forth on this open radio line. Some of the pilots, OSIM reported, did not experience interference with their systems and could not agree on a description of the object. So maybe some of these guys are figuring it's best to tell the truth. Maybe some of these guys are, are not seeing it. Or maybe some of these guys uh, have been instructed to create a parallel narrative. 
That's what I wonder. Open Source Intelligence Monitor did not immediately respond to Insider's request for comment. CNN reported on an anonymous source with knowledge of the briefing said the pilot shared conflicting observations about the objects, including whether it had interfered with their systems and said they could not explain how it stayed in the air. So whatever it is, it's interfering with our radar, with our detection systems. And this is something that we hear over and over again. It goes on and talks a little bit more about this and, and some other things that have happened. But the fact is, these things are showing up and they're interacting with the pilots that are trying to track them down. Okay, They're not acting like a bird or a piece of trash or a drone. They're interfering with the detection systems, the radar, the imaging, whatever, that's built into these fighter jets, these very advanced aircraft. They're interfering with those systems. Well, whatever these things are, they must be pretty advanced or they wouldn't be able to interfere with these systems. Now, I want to take another look at this article coming up here as we talk about the possibility of an underwater UFO base off the coast of Alaska. So it does look like MUFON's doing some investigative work and based on some of their research and also on some of the mapping that's been done, they think there's a possibility that there's some sort of underwater UFO phenomena occurring there off the coast of Alaska, possibly even bases there. You know, there's been a lot of really cool sightings in Alaska. I mean, I've done stories on uh, abductees and implants and sightings and Bigfoot and all sorts of stuff. Um, it's funny how the the uh, search engines, you know, that bring this stuff up, a lot of times you'll come across a really cool case and then it gets a little bit of attention and then it seems like it's impossible to find online. Obviously, this stuff's being curated. And it almost seems as if right now, while MUFON's talking about this possibility of a UFO base off the coast of Alaska, it's almost like they are on a news blackout when you try to do research um, on what's going on up there. It just goes to show that even though the internet seems to be growing bigger and bigger day by day, the control that the powers that be that have over it seems to also be growing exponentially. And that's why it's so important that we keep we keep sharing what we see. But I want to go back to this sighting that happened back in 1987. It's one that I remember quite well. And it's one that a lot of people probably remember with the Japan Airlines uh, cargo plane that was basically accosted by one of these things. Uh, this is from the WashingtonPost.com, dated January 2nd, 1987. Jeff Berliner, uh, UFO sighting confirmed by FAA Air Force radar. And this is, you know, uh, 35 years ago long enough that uh, maybe the government didn't have their parallel narrative uh, apparatus in, in top uh, working condition like today. So sometimes, even though we didn't have the internet yet, even though we didn't have cell phones yet, even though we had to depend upon legacy media for our news, every so often the truth would get out. And that's what happened this time. And based on what happened with this report, you could see where a underwater UFO base might have been part of uh, what was going on here with these things. Anchorage, uh, Alaska says January 1st, a veteran pilot whose UFO sighting was confirmed on radar screens Tuesday said the mysterious object was so enormous that it dwarfed his Japan Airlines cargo plane. So they see the plane, they see this giant object next to it on radar, but nothing to see here, move along. Captain Kinju Teriyaki, the pilot, also said he saw two other small, unidentified objects, smaller than his cargo carrier, that did not appear on radar. Teriyaki, his co-pilot and flight engineer, 
told Federal Aviation Administration investigators that they saw the lights of an unidentified object on the evening of November 17th. They were flying parallel and then suddenly approached very close, said Teriyachi, 47, who requested and received FAA permission to take whatever action was necessary to avoid the object that appeared for a time on FAA and Air Force radar and on their radar screens in the cockpit of JAL Flight 1628. So this isn't just somebody pointing at the sky and saying, oh, I see a drone, or somebody mistaking the planet Venus. These, these entities, these things, they showed up on radar, not just the radar of the airplane that they were accosting, but on FAA, and it sounds like Air Force radar as well. So you have three independent radar sightings here. Really something. The FAA confirmed on Tuesday that government radar picked up the object that Teriyuchi said followed his Boeing 747 cargo jet. Teriyuchi, a pilot for 29 years, said he briefly glimpsed the large unknown object in a silhouette. It was a very big one, two times bigger than an aircraft carrier, he said. Teriyuchi made a drawing of how he thought the object looked. He drew a giant walnut-shaped object with big bulges above and below, a wide, flattened brim. Think about it, twice the size of an aircraft carrier. I mean, just imagine, I don't know, what, three, four times the size of a football field? Basically a skyscraper in the sky, hovering there, moving about at will. The captain, who is stationed in Anchorage with his family, was flying the jumbo jet from Iceland to Anchorage on a European, on a Europe to Japan flight, when the crew encountered the object in clear weather over Alaska. Terichi said the three unidentified objects followed his jet for 400 miles. 400 miles. No, they didn't really have drones back then, I don't think, but even if they did, 400 miles would have been a stretch. It was unbelievable, he said, acknowledging that some of his colleagues have doubts about what the crew saw. Well, of course, they would know what's there because they weren't there, so that makes them experts. FAA investigators who questioned the crew in Anchorage concluded in a report that the crew was normal, professional, rational, had no drug or alcohol involvement. The crew's flying experience totals more than 46 years, the pilot said. Terichi said the crew was not frightened but wanted to avoid whatever was lit up in their flight path. We want to escape from this. They followed FAA directives to drop 4,000 feet and make turns including a 360-degree turn. In other words, they went in a circle. But Terry said they were still following us. He said the evasive maneuvers were of no avail, and the lights stayed close, once appearing in front of the cockpit. FAA flight control reports indicate the object stayed with JAL Flight 1628 for at least 32 minutes. Terichi said that he thought it was longer. The flight controller directing the JAL plane reported the object on his radar was as close as five miles to the jet. Well, you know, when you're going 550, 600 miles an hour, five miles is pretty quick. Terry, she said the object moved quickly and stopped suddenly. He referred to the object as the two small ships and the mothership. Terry, she said jokingly he thought the UFOs might have followed his charter cargo plane because we were carrying Beaujolais, a very famous wine made in France. Maybe they want to drink it. Yes, well, I like the way they ended off with a little bit of a joke here. The fact is, the fact is, this Japanese airliner, uh, freight airliner, was followed for over a half hour by these three ships. Two mother ships, or a mother ship, and two uh, smaller ships, as he, as he calls them. 
twice the size of an aircraft carrier off the coast of Alaska. So we have this whole uh, remote area, some of the deepest oceans in the world, the perfect hiding place, uh, far enough away from the continental U.S. that they can effectively just uh, put them into a news blackout. I mean, look what happened after this UFO shootdown in uh, February. And then uh, Russ Coulter, I believe it was News Nation, came out and said that there were more UFOs spotted prior to that, that uh, jets were scrambled, couldn't catch them. So clearly, there has been a uh, long history of UFO activity happening here in Alaska and along the coast of Alaska. And a lot of people are saying that the evidence adds up and that it's pointing to some sort of underwater UFO base off the coast of Alaska. Until next time, this is UFO Warning. Over and out.